Hello, welcome back to Dad and Lad Chuckles and Change, where we use laughter to bridge the generation gap, and every episode is a comical exploration of life's ever-changing landscape and how things have just progressively got worse over time. What do you mean by worse? Well, I believe today's episode will really demonstrate how far things have deteriorated when it comes to entertainment. Deteriorated? Hmm. I think maybe gotten better. So last episode, we talked about... Uh, old music and video playing. Yes, so a bit of technology, if you will. Today, we're going to show the inner child that's still in me, outer child that you still are. (laughs) (laughs) You might be as tall as I am, but you're still a child. So we're going to take a... (laughs) What? Don't pat me on the head. You don't have that right yet. <laughs> Not till you have to change my diapers can you Ew. pat me on the head. No. So today we're taking a look back at, well, taking an initial look at entertainment in terms of some cartoons, cartoons that each of us grew up with and enjoyed. And when I say to maybe some of the listeners here, I'm going to be referencing 80s and 90s cartoons, most people will acknowledge that that period was like, the golden age of cartoons. No. Honestly, it was. And you're going to see it. And I think you will understand to, when you go through this, what we're, how we're going to do this, what we got in the 80s and 90s are forever memorable. The rubbish that you guys get dished up today. <laughs> Not is rubbish. Re- Not rubbish. See, I've got a slight advantage here on this because having been his father and with him as he's growing up, I've had to endure. Yes. <laughs> Not go through... <laughs> I have had to endure some of the absolute rubbish... Not rubbish! ...that children are fed up today. And when I throw names out to you guys, like some of the shows we're going to discuss today, you guys are going to understand what I'm talking about. So what we've each done, and this is something that we can probably do on multiple episodes into the future, um, take this flashback and flash forward. We've each picked three cartoons from our childhood, even though... One of us is still in childhood and yes. one of us is still in school, so I'm still in my inner childhood. I feel like this episode going to be me filled with a lot of anger and me being very annoyed with you. And it's going to be a lot of me going, what is this? That's what, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm expecting. And me going, what are these graphics? Graphics? Yeah, graphics. Well, one thing you're definitely going to see the difference is animation style. Yes. You're definitely going to see a difference. Yes. And you know, when I was doing my own research for the first three cartoons that I'm going to introduce you to today, when you you look them back up on YouTube or something like that, and you go, wow, it's not as crisp and clean as I remember. And, you know, back in the day that these came out, back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day, you know. We didn't have the um, the widescreen angles that we have today. We had square televisions. So when you look at the intros of these video of these cartoons, you're going to notice that they're actually square ratio because that's the TVs that we had. We didn't mm-hmm. have widescreen. Widescreen so, didn't come out either. Square, not rectangle. They're square, not rectangle. So for me, looking back at it, there's two things that I think you're going to notice, right? Probably. Is one is the animation style. Yes. It's be very, very different. And we'll discuss why that is the case shortly. But the other thing is, I think you're going to notice the storytelling is very different. Yes. Right? So the storytelling of the older cartoons was very important. It was very integral. It was like an actual storyline in there. And having watched some of the stuff that you have grown up with, 
to what I did. I can honestly say the storylines are not as in-depth as what you may see. And looking at some of the things that you've picked for me to watch, even though I haven't looked at them in-depth, you're going to see a very clear difference in that. In storyline-wise? In both those two aspects. I think you're going to find the biggest thing is going to go, what is that? <laughs> yeah. I think what are these graphics? Well, the difference in graphics, let's talk about now. The difference in graphics is most of the stuff that comes out today Because good is... graphics wasn't invented yet. <sighs> when I came off the ships from England in 1884, <laughs> we didn't have such things as graphics. No, no. We had chisels and tablets where we would go out and hammer away. And if we should break the tablet, we would have to start all over again. You absolute muppet. <laughs> what are you on? Whiskers, of course. Now, oh. so the different, the big difference is a lot of the stuff that come out today is digitally done. Whether digitally. It's, it's drawn digitally or it's computer animated, computer generated. Yeah. Whereas <clears throat> back in my day, back in my day, each individual frame, frame. of a scene was hand drawn. Hand, yeah, like, like each, a flipbook. Pretty much. That's how they were done. We didn't have the computer graphics to do that. So when you actually watch some of these intros, you're going to notice, if you look hard enough, it's a little bit in some spots. It's a little... Glitchy? Glitchy, jumpy, if you look at it now with different eyes. Like when I look back at it now from looking at it with, you know, 2023 vision to back to something... 23 vision, what's that? 2023, the year. Not 2020 vision. I was playing a pun. Went over your head. Yeah. Yeah. See what I have to put up with, folks. So when you look, when I look back at it now, what I'm used to watching now on television and how things are produced to what was produced then. Good graphics versus bad graphics. They're not bad graphics. It's just aged graphics. It's just different. It's like when you watch a, a movie from the 80s and you can clearly see this is a guy standing on a green screen, but he's zooming around the screen. You know, it, you can clearly tell that it's different. Right? It's not as crisp. It's not as clean. And that's what I noticed. Wait, there was green screens back then? Back in my day when I came off the boats in 1883, we had to provide our own green screens. <laughs> we had to go and get beans. And we would ground them up. And the green liquid we would paint onto white sheets and hang behind us. You muppet. Did they have green screens? Good lord. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do... And hopefully this doesn't get picked up by copyright. We're going to... We've each got the intros to our cartoons lined up on YouTube. And we're going to watch them. And we're going to get each other to react. And as we, we'll talk about them. Now, the first one that we're going to go with is we're going to go back to the early 1980s. Oh, no. That's right. very long ago. You're long ago? Long ago. Yes. So we're going back to 1982, in fact. 19 73. No, 1982, <laughs> where a little show called Masters of the Universe entertained kids of actually many ages. Shall we watch? Uh, sure. And the Masters of the Universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets Wait, of Castle Grayskull. This, this is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull!
Battle Cat, and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. Together, we defend Castle Greyskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. What you can't see here is I was bopping around, dancing, jiving to the theme song, which you'd hear in the background of the intro, and the lad is sitting here uh, with his mouth wide open agape. So the background of He-Man, right, is he was a prince on a planet called Eternia, and there was a battle between uh, the ruling family and the people and a evil character called Skeletor. I know who that is. Yeah, you've seen that. because it's also memes. Bunch, ah, bunch yes, yes. So he, Skeletor was the bad guy, but Prince Adam was the the hero. He was the seat, but he became like a superhero. He turned into He-Man, okay. and it was a, um, a big battle. That was one that I grew up with. Reboot the show? A few times, actually, including recently um, on Netflix, mm. but very different. That's one I've seen. I haven't watched it. I've just, like... You've seen it in passing because I was watching it. And I, I haven't... No. I've, I've just been scrolling through Netflix and just like, eh, no. <laughs> um, you can see the difference in introduction. That intro would play before every episode. Mm. And there were kids that would run around going, I have the power. And then I think it was in 19... Because it ran originally from 82 to 85, I believe. And then it, they came out, they wanted to appeal to a girl, female audience as well. So they put out... I don't know whether it was his sister or his cousin or something, but She-Ra, and she was a princess, and sort of the same thing. She had a power sword as well and would turn into, you know, superhero called She-Ra. It was a set, set in the same universe. So a lot of the cartoons of the 80s and the 90s were produced for one main reason. Entertain children? You would think, but no. Get money? Yes, but how? Selling of toys. Uh, action figures. So we're not going to talk about Transformers, but did you know Transformers actually... <laughs> They actually started as a toy line, and to promote their sales, they made a cartoon of them. I did know that. So, um, he and now Man, that's one of my favorite movies. Don't talk about the movies to someone that enjoyed the '80s cartoons. So, He Man and Masters of the Universe. Your thoughts? Uh, hmm. Why was he half naked? Because that, as you would imagine, is the height of armor. Wearing pants and a little <laughs> chest crop top. <laughs> Ironically, he, he was actually. I never asked that question when I was younger. Why is he half naked? Why is he more, more, why is he more defense as Prince Adam than how he is as a superhero? <laughs> Fair call. <laughs> and why was there a person dressed as a bird? No, that was the sorceress. So she was like the protector of Eternia, mm. and she um, lived in Castle Greyskull. That, okay, that's where all the power comes from. Right. And he was the protector of of Greyskull. So. She would be the one that imbued him with the power to transform into He-Man. So when he would have to transform, he would hold his sword up and say, I have the power, and the lightning would come out of Castle Grayskull and give him the power and turn him into He-Man. What I always found was strange is no one knew that he's He-Man. Oh. I mean, they it's the same haircut. It's the same look. He just changed clothes into less clothes, as you <laughs> pointed out. And it's like, I've taken off my shirt, and now no one will know who I am. <laughs> it's like the reverse Superman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But no, and admittedly, you've only really seen that introduction. That's the first time you've seen 
masters of the universe. Yes. But did you notice the art style was different? Yes. Very sort of different. And narratively speaking, I think the first one you're going to show me is this one, right? Yes. Very different opening narratively. Massively different. So that intro, right, is a minute and 14 seconds. The first intro you're going to show me is 20 seconds. I've got a slight advantage here because I've seen some of these. So I know, I know what I'm in for. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to it. So do you want to introduce what you're doing? Okay, so the one, the first one that I'm doing is Teen Titans Go. It came out to 2013, 2013. And it's just it's just DC with comedy. Yeah, so it takes the the well, comedy is a strong word for what this presents. <laughs> I don't think we can classify this as comedy. It's so funny though. It makes, it makes me crack up. Okay, another generational difference. <laughs> the younger generation will laugh at rubbish. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going from eighty three to twenty thirteen. Two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. in front of him. <laughs> I don't think I ever hit my 20 seconds on my life. I, I'm sitting here just, like you said earlier, bopping my head. He's going, So I, if you've never looked up Teen Titans Go, go just go look up on YouTube. Teen <laughs> Titans Go, if you're in my generation. Back in my day. Back in my day. My 1883, where we came off the ships. No. The, <laughs> it's so different. Very different. Like and it, better, it, it's computer. Wow. Again, <laughs> again, a strong term. Um, it's obviously computer generated. It's crisper. Mm, it's clean. I'll give it that. But not computer generated. But it's twenty seconds of an intro. Yeah. Right. It's flashy. I think it's actually a symbol and a showing of how attention spans have actually dropped. Yes. Between my day and current society, like a minute, yes. a minute forty intro of He-Man, you would be skipping to the next show. Yes. You wouldn't get through it. No. No. 20 seconds. Now, admittedly, I'd be looking at that going, let's go back to the 80s. <laughs> this has become a thing in our household. I have an attention span of a goldfish. No, you would be lucky to have the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you got through that 20 seconds, to be fair. No, I, I really do enjoy Teen Titans Go, though. You do. And, you know, I have had the unfortunate things to sit there and watch it myself. And I remember some episodes you quite enjoyed it. I caught, I looked at you and you, I saw you smiling. I think you misunderstood my smile of enjoyment for smile of, <laughs> and laughing at, this is entertainment apparently. <laughs> but the sacrifices we make as parents, folks. Well, this is great entertainment. All right, let me take you back in time now to 1993. 1993. Now, this was one of my favourite shows when it came out. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Captain Planet. I remember you telling me. A little bit about yeah. this one. Now, this one was actually unique in its time because it was one of first shows that were really promoting environmental concerns because it was all around the environment. I remember you telling me that. Now, I don't need to explain to you the story because, again, being from... 
the 80s and 90s. The 1800s. No, the 1980s. <laughs> our introductions explain the storyline. You don't have to sit there going for 20 seconds going, what am I watching? And what abomination to the, D <laughs> to the DC superheroes have we got on our hands here? No, you can understand what's happening. So let's go this to... This is a perfect representation of, of um, Teen Titans. Perfect. It's a perfect example of Teen Titans. I agree with you. It, it's... It, let's go to Captain Planet. <laughs> All right, here we go. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of the Earth, can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. Watch from Africa with the power of Earth. From North America, we with the power of fire. From the Soviet Union, Minka with the power of wind. From Asia, Yi with the power of water. And from South America, Mati with the power of heart. When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion, Captain Planet. The power is yours! You don't have to question about what you're watching. You're told what you're watching. You know what you're in for. You, if you've never watched it before in your life, you have the intro right there. You don't have to sit there going, huh? <laughs> I would actually watch that. Honestly, it was a good show. It I, was... I would honestly tell you I'll watch that. Well, they're on you on YouTube and that, so watch them. But it, it, when it came uh, out... I, I don't did... want to, but I would say I would watch it. The thing that I remember the most with... Um... Captain Planet is it always had a moral to it at the end, like they would come back and talk about at the end what you could do to help save the planet. Mm. You know, and we're going back to the early 90s here, so it was really a push to um, one of the first ones to say, hey, we've got a problem here with the planet and we need to start you know, helping it and preserving it yeah. along. So, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this show and I had a lot of the action figures. I think a lot of people still know and remember and have fond memories of Captain Planet. I'll watch it. All right. So we have one. <laughs> one for me. You wouldn't watch He-Man? Like I said, no. <sighs> anyway, <sighs> let's move on to the next one that you've got me up into. And do you want uh, to give a bit of an introduction yes. to this? Uh, this next one that I've is Pokemon XYZ. Came out 2013 as well. Um, You're following a kid called Ash Ketchum become a Pokemon master. Now, interesting though. Through the Kalo Kalos region. Pokemon came out sort of back in my day. Yes, nineteen. the first one came out in 1999. So I was definitely coming towards the end of my cartoon. Well, I was at the end of my cartoons, really. I was in my last year of high school, basically. So if, you, if, if your last year of high school was 1999, would you have gotten into Pokemon? A lot of my friends were. Um, I did not get into it. I, I, at that stage, I was coming home in the afternoons and I was going out in the yard and I was starting to work out and play sport and like properly play sport and get into stuff like that. So I was really starting to move away from the TV, but also I had a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, yes, every great 
human being's excuse. I have a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, no, sorry, sorry, I couldn't do the washing up. I have a PlayStation. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't do the laundry. So sorry, my my PlayStation is on. Sorry, I couldn't show up for work today. I have a PlayStation. Uh, so so sorry. Um, sorry, I couldn't do make my bed. Um, yeah, there was a my um PlayStation was on. Um, that actually is uh, yeah obviously correct. Yeah, no, I never got into Pokemon, so. Pokemon? I've never actually seen it. I know the original theme song and I know the gist of it, but I've never actually sat and watched it. I should sit you down and watch some of it. Well, let's see if this persuades me. Before we start. Oh, here we go. There's always a before we start. There's always something. On the video, I can already see three of my favorite Pokemon. Okay. I know that one. That's Pikachu. Yes. The one on Ash Ketchum's shoulder is Pikachu. Yes. Okay. But can you name my other two favorites? No. Okay. It's Palucha and Greninja. That one and that one. All right. Very good. I will note before I play this, we've got another 30 second. <laughs> so that says to me, again, you look, the two, one we had previous from the 80s, well, from the 90s, 80s and 90s, were a minute 30. Mm. Tension spans have got a lot less. <laughs> so let's play this for 30 yeah. seconds and see how we get on. Alright, so I think that is a far better intro than what you showed me with the first lot of rubbish that we watched. Teen Titans Go. What's wrong with Teen Titans? That was a catchy song. It sort of gives an overview of what you're expecting to see. Like, if you guys haven't seen this, listening, it's, you know, they're, they're throwing their Pokeballs. Yes, very good. Uh, see, you, you're live streaming Pokemon games at the moment on your Twitch channel. Yes, I which am. Which is? DTG Plays. Yeah, DTG underscore plays if you want to watch this young fella stream on Saturdays. So I've got the general gist of what Pokemon's about, and I would conceivably watch that. Really? With you, I wouldn't sit down and come home from work late at night and go, geez, I'm going to watch them myself some Pokemon. But, you know, I, I would not it, put it this way. Teen Titans Go comes on. It takes all of my inner intestinal <laughs> fortitude to not get up and walk out. Pokemon comes on. I would probably sit there and watch it. Okay. Yes. But there are some cases I've had it on and you've just walked straight out the door. Which one? Teen Titans. Yes, 100%. I've come home and gone, ugh, and straight through, straight through the house to the back. Yeah. But no, Pokemon, obviously, Pokemon is a cultural phenomenon. There's no no doubt about it. And it's probably, you know, if you look back at the history of cartoons and stuff like that from that golden generation of the 80s and 90s, Pokemon probably could stand up against it. In another 20, 30 years' time, I don't think people would be laxing lyrical about Teens Titans Go, like how people... When you're 40, you're not going to be sitting there going, how good was Teen Titans Go? I will be. I doubt it. But people my age are keep going about, they've got such good memories of Captain I've, I've got, Planet I've North. got good memories of some of the Teen Titans and Pokemon. Let's see what happens when you get to my age and you're doing this with your son. This next one, we're going to sort of jump forward to 1993. And originally... That's six years before Pokemon came out. So this was... I can do math. This... You can do math. It's a wonder. So we're going to take a look at a little cartoon that started off as part of 
the Animaniac show, which was like associated with Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes? Mm. I know what Looney Tunes yeah. are. Yeah. So it was that whole Warner Brothers mm-hmm. sphere, right? And what's it started. Favorite, what's your favorite Looney Tune? I always liked Daffy Duck. Really? I always liked that. I like Roadrunner. So. Yeah, let's get back on. They <laughs> put out a show called Animaniacs, which is like a compilation show of all different characters and whatnot. And yeah. there was one particular segment of that show that became so popular that two years later, in 1995, it spun off into its own show. Really? It was so popular. And it is called, and if you're listening to this and you're a member of my era, my generation, you're going to love this, Pinky and the Brain. Why is it, when you say that, I, I think of the pink Pac-Man ghost and a, sitting next to a brain. No. <laughs> That's what I think of. I think of Narf. I don't even know what that is. You're about to. I don't want to know. Chief Brain, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. In laboratory mice, it seems time to spice. The Pinky, the Pinky and the Brain. Brain, 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 brain. Pinky and the Brain. And see what you see there? It was actually presented by Steven Spielberg. Who's that? He is one of the most famous directors, movie directors in history. I has, still have no clue who Steven he is. Steven Spielberg, Indiana Jones. E.T.? I, I've heard of it, never watched it. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. He's a very big movie producer, right? So it was this big thing. This was a, this was a cultural phenomenon at the time as well. Pinky and the Brain was just insane. Like Pinky was insane. And it was a whole thing around there where you saw the story. Again, it's a minute introduction. Yeah. A minute. So again, longer term that explains the storyline with a catchy song. They try to take over the world every night and every episode starts, gee brain, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try and take over the world. And they'd come up with some harebrained scheme. Harebrained? Harebrained scheme and would inevitably fail. And sort of like Wiley Cody. Yeah, except on a much larger, larger scale. Instead of trying to eat a bird, they're trying to take over the world. Yeah. So I remember one episode in particular, Brain gives up. Mm. So he decides to make a paper mache earth next to earth that he can rule that one. And unfortunately, I think what happens in that one, he accidentally destroys earth. So all, all the humans move to the paper mache earth and he starts back in where he started off. That's it. <laughs> one, one big circle. But it's very much a TV show in a cartoon in the Looney Tunes vein. Just, I definitely got that Looney Looney Tune, yeah, Looney yeah. Tune um um animated vibe vibe, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Acme Labs, you know, that's where Coyote gets all his stuff from. Acme. Oh. So it's interconnected universe way before Marvel. Looney Tunes did it first and better. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So Pinky and the Brain. A lot of good laughs with that. Not one, one I would watch. Maybe not at your age. But if you were younger, you probably want to watch it. But I've still got good memories of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Okay. Why is one stupid? That was just the plot. 
One's, one's a genius, the other's insane. They said that they were scientifically altered yeah. rats. One had a big brain, one didn't have. And why did it show... They're mice. Mice. They're mice. Oh, mice. Anyway, um, why couldn't they have just made two smart mice? Well, there is one or two episodes yet there where Pinky actually becomes smart. Really? Yeah, there's a couple. Is but it, it doesn't okay. last long because that, oh. that's the dynamic of the show. It's, it's like this. I'm the smart one. Ah, don't you dare finish that sentence. <laughs> You're the young one. Thank you. The one without much worldly experience. Thank you. Or knowledge. Thank you. Hey, or wait, no. <laughs> no, I'm very smart. All right. So that brings us to your last one, and I'm officially scared. <laughs> Do you want to introduce this? Okay. Now, this isn't even officially a cartoon. <laughs> it's a YouTube thing. Yeah, it's a meme. Skibbity Toilet. 2023, it is a war between cameramen and allies against toilets. And I have never, ever watched anything of it. It's first episode watched... one is a minute long, so we can watch the whole thing for me to react to it. I've watched every episode. Yeah, I think just looking at what I can see here straight up, that's um, sad. <laughs> and I dare say this might be the first one where you're going to get a reaction out of me during the proceedings based on what I can see here. And again, I haven't watched any of this before. So. <laughs> he reckons I'm going to get hooked. I will be very surprised. So let's uh, let's see. Skibbity toilet. May God have mercy on my eyes and my soul. What am I watching, DTG? <laughs> Skibbity toilet. What? <laughs> There's people in urinals. Yeah. <laughs> what am I even watching here? So, this is like a cultural phenomenon? Yes. This is gets millions and millions of views? Yes. Daily? Yes. Okay, pause it. I think I will. <laughs> the thing behind this, there's dudes in toilets and they are revolting. Oh, I agree it's revolting. And, and, and the... <laughs> I 100% agree it's revolting, DTG. And, and they, they are revolting against the world. So, but then, but then there's a giant... Um, Force that's about to come in very soon. I think your claim you're going to get hooked on this is not looking real good. <laughs> I don't quite know what I've watched. <laughs> I don't quite know how I feel about what has infiltrated my pupils <laughs> and my corneas. <laughs> I have an overwhelming urge to scratch my eyes out. <laughs> um, I can guarantee you one thing. I have not been hooked. <laughs> at all. <laughs> To the actual war bit, and then then you can see the dude that I dressed up as. Anyway, <laughs> I, I I don't know how to process that. I need to go away and process this right now. <laughs> but I hope you've enjoyed this second episode on Dad and Lad Chuckles and Change. I hope you've got some chuckles out of it, and I hope, like me, you can un totally understand and agree that the eighties and nineties were the golden age of cartoon entertainment. I doubt that. I've uh, my opinion is that cartoons have gotten better over time. You're about to chase me. I'm going to stop the podcast before that sound comes through. <laughs>